Hey there, everybody. How are you doing today? I hope everyone is well, wherever you are, at the sound of my voice. And it's been crazy thinking that this podcast has gone all around the world. But anyway, well, it's not crazy. It's God using this platform to get his word out, right? That's right. So anyway, uh... I had a, I had something revealed to me through a verse that somebody said to me the other day, and I'm like, wow, I never thought about it that way, and then I started putting it all together, and you know, we get all these, everybody's got a, they got a story to tell you about why God allows people to die, and why why good things happen to bad people, and he gives his strongest battles to his warriors, and and all this crap. I hate to say it, but it's just a bunch of feel-good stuff that people say. They really don't know where it comes from, and they really don't have their biblical foundation when they're trying to console you. So, most people jump off the diving board in the deep end and land with both feet in their mouth. But uh this verse is really neat. I'm gonna I'm gonna read you this verse. And I got three verses we're gonna talk about, but you know, I, last week was the anniversary of my wife's death and and death will always be questioned. We will never understand this side of heaven I mean, we we know we, we can read the Bible and get glean information from it, and and know that we're to die. But evil and why things happen and all, it's we just kind of like, kind of like your parents said, because I told you so, and that's that's it. Well, that's that's what we've got, you know. God gave us what He wants us to know, and the rest we will be revealed at the right time. But I'm going to start with Isaiah 57, verse 1. He says, The righteous perishes, and no man takes it to heart. Merciful men are taken away, while no one considers that the righteous is taken away from evil. You ever thought about that? When you're saying, why did this happen to my wife or my husband or my child? This verse right here says that the righteous are taken away from evil. You know, I've always said, my wife and I, man, we had the best loving relationship in my whole entire life. Never have I been happier. I think about her every day. I pray every day for her. She is always on my mind. But what unknown lurking evils did the Lord save her from that I'm not aware of? What what did he do that I'll never know? 
until I go to heaven. Would there have been a rape, murder, kidnapping involved in our relationship? Would would somebody have killed her in the store? Or would she have suffered a horrible illness and died from that? Who knows? We don't know. But the Bible here says that they are taken away from evil. Something so horrible was in their future that it was necessary for God to call them home. Have you ever thought about it like that? Now we say, God, you don't think God chooses people like that? Well, God knows. He knows everything. Everything. As far as me and this relationship with her, he knew that I was going to start a ministry. He knew that I wanted to go into ministry, and we just didn't know what it was going to be. And I guarantee you that God said, you know, that guy right there, I'm going to put him together with her. She's going to kill herself, but he's the guy that can give her happiness in the last few years of her life, and he's the guy that can take this and run with it. I I know he'll do it. I see it in his future. And when he gets these other people that I put in his path to nudge him in the right areas and gets his confidence built up, he'll be preaching about suicide. He'll be preaching about God. He'll be passionate. He'll be fighting the established system. He's not going to be like these crap preachers that worry about tithes and offending people. He's going to offend the preachers. He's going to be my John the Baptist and my Paul and my Peter in the mountains. He can do it. How do we know? He can do it. How do we know God does that? Well, let's flip over to 1 Samuel 16, 7. Nobody, if you knew me in my previous life, heck, if you knew me now, sometimes you'd think, man, that guy's a preacher, the way he talks and the things he does. If you knew me when I was growing up, preacher, ain't no way. That guy is a flipping fruitcake. He's a nut job. Who would have thought it? Nobody. But God knew. How does God know? 1 Samuel 16, 7. But the Lord said to Samuel, Do not look at his appearance or his physical stature, because I have refused him. For the Lord does not see as man sees. For man looks at the outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. You hear that? 
the Lord looks at the heart. When, when the Lord picks somebody, he picks the best qualified guy, person, child, woman for the job. You don't have to be six foot six and bulletproof. You don't have to run with the wildest dogs. You don't have to have the best stories and the best track records. You just have to have your stories and your records. And you have to be willing to share them. You have to be passionate for your cause, for God's cause. Is there anything wrong with that? You know, I was looking in the Bible, and especially in the New Testament, about God calling us for battle, calling us to fight, being prepared to fight. I was originally going to call this Know When to Fight, but I changed it to You Are Chosen, because God chooses each of us. We're chosen for a battle that is going on around us every day. You can't see it sometimes, but you can see the results of it. You see this world collapsing. You see it run by idiots and people that worship the dollar and the world. They don't worship God. And you see other bumbling idiots that fall over them to get the handouts, crumbs from the the evil empires. And then the people that are trying to do good, trying to run the churches and do Christian things, they're just hit with roadblocks, lawsuits, people fussing at us because we're Christians and... You know, if you look at the parallels, I've always said we're the modern-day Roman Empire. You look at Rome. Rome was doing good for a long time. And then Rome started saying, anything goes. You can be whatever sex you want. You can have sex with whoever you want. You can mess with your 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 friend's wife. You can do whatever we don't care. Live it up. Rome went crazy. And look what happened to Rome. And it's the same thing. We're living it right now. We are Rome. We are in the midst of the devil's world. We're in the devil's playground. You've heard of the Bermuda Triangle. Well, this is the the devil's planet. It ain't no triangle. It's the whole planet. What keeps us right? We're chosen. We're chosen and prepared for battle. The strong, the ones that obey the calling of the Lord, that have the goodness in their heart, the willingness to do what the Lord wants them to do, to stand up, and are not afraid. 
We're preparing for battle. We are preparing for battle. What kind of battle? Well, when you say God doesn't want us to fight, He does. We do have to fight. Sometimes it's physical. But more often than not, we're to do a spiritual battle. It says in Ephesians, the whole armor of God. That's a pretty long thing to read about reading the armor of God. And, and Paul compares all the things of the breastplates, the helmets, and everything to the armor of God. We're to equip ourselves to win the battle, to be prepared and dressed out in battle gear to fight. And it's real. You know, there's a movie I like to watch over and over once in a while. It's called Immortals. And it's a movie about, um, you know, Greek mythology. and But it's interesting. It's If you watch the movie, there are so many Christian parallels. There's a young guy. I think his name's Theseus. He's made fun of in his village because he was born to a, a woman... And nobody knows who his father is. Sounds familiar, doesn't it? And they say that Theseus is going to grow up and be a leader of his people. Sounds familiar again, doesn't it? And Theseus is favored by the gods, particularly Zeus. Wow, sounds familiar, doesn't it? And uh, he has to fight this battle on earth that basically the whole world is weighing on whether he wins or loses this battle against this guy. And, um, well, <laughs> I'm just not going to tell you anymore. But you should really watch that movie, Immortals, and watch at the end when you see what is going on in the heavens. And that is exactly what this next verse is talking about. He says in Ephesians 6, Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of His might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. Yesterday I talked to you about Satan has dominion over the earth. Why else would he have lifted God up on, I mean Jesus up onto the high place and said that he would give him everything on earth if he would bow down and worship him? If it wasn't true, Jesus would have said, you don't have control. But he didn't. Put on the whole armor of God, people. And the next time you lose a loved one and you think, why does bad things happen to good people? Well, just remember, God 
has spared the righteous. He has taken them home because something evil is in their future. And he prefer that they come home instead of suffering through that evil. And for me personally, that gives me great comfort. People prepare for battle. Pray. Seek God. Do good. Honor one another. And this is Pastor Chip. God bless and be safe.